Eurovision Division podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about Eurovision songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest. We gaan er tegenaan. Eurovisie. What is happening to you and to the world right now? I'm just using my my uh, Dutch dialect. I am I'm Jeroen, and with me is. Ik ben Mira. Um, and um, the country where we live is Belgium. It's true, but the country where I was born is the 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 Netherlands. The yeah, Netherlands. Mira was born in the Netherlands. I I'm I'm, I'm still like hundred percent Belgian though. I was yeah, just your born par- there. your parents are Belgian. Um, both of them, um, but they lived in the Netherlands. You were born there, um, so you you do have the accent, um, but not always. Sometimes you have it. <laughs> yeah, it was bullied out of me as a kid. Um, so that's interesting. Um, being being two like low countries right next to each other, Belgium and the Netherlands still have like a, a, a sort of a rivalry going on here. I read this really really good article uh, by someone who was comparing, who was like talking about the relationship between oh, yeah, Belgium yeah, and the yeah, Netherlands, yeah. and they said the most true thing I've ever read about the relationship between the Netherlands and Belgium, and that is Dutch people. Love Belgians, mm-hmm. but they don't respect them. Yeah, and Belgians respect Dutch people, but they do not love them. Which is a which is completely a f- true. Yeah, which is a fair point, and I think actually actually is true. It's completely completely exactly what it is. So when we're talking about Belgian Dutch relationships, uh, how does that translate to the Eurovision Song Contest? You know, I, That's I, like just, I said. The Eurovision Song Contest is not political. There is nothing political about the Eurovision Song Contest. Completely. That's, that's completely. the theme of this year's podcast. There is nothing political about Absolutely. Eurovision. The, the thing um, with a lot of countries where it's like, oh, it's neighboring countries and they always yeah, vote yeah, for yeah, each yeah, yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. That's not because of any mm-hmm. affection for the other country. It's just because people tend to go live in neighboring countries a lot of the time especially dutch people because of tax purposes and um going to college going to university here is a lot cheaper than so what you're saying what you're saying is the dutch like different countries huh hmm? what you're saying is the dutch like different countries than their own oh yeah absolutely oh they're also yeah, they they really like different countries than their own. They like uh, they really like Indonesia. They really like uh, Suriname. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Gulp. <laughs> and they also really like the United States of America. Well, they would. Why is that? New Amsterdam. I I was mostly trying to lead us to the to the U.S. of A. because when I said the Netherlands uh, like a lot of different countries, I also meant the Netherlands like a lot of different country. Oh God, no, not again, not again. Do you the Netherlands, please? Do you God have an explanation for why country music seems to do so well in the Netherlands, it's... especially at Eurovision? I don't know. I really don't know. <coughs> they love it so much, and it's so embarrassing. Now, in 2014... Uh, that was alright. The Common Linnets uh, exceeded everyone's expectations by coming in second with Calm After the Storm. We've talked about this every year when we talk about the Netherlands, because it's their best recent finish. 
Um, this was all right. But it was, yeah, it was a very interesting, uh, it was a very interesting per performance. And it if it hadn't been for, you know, the, the amazing Conchita Wurst, it might have been the winner of that year, because it was second place. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, and even without country music being the thing, Americana is very popular yeah. in the Netherlands. Um, remember the girl with the headdress? With the offensive headdress? I don't want to talk about Joan Franca, no. Also, here we see Americana and country music sure, being very true. popular. Yeah. The, what was that movie that was really good? The Broken Circle Breakdown? Yeah, Broken Circle Breakdown was like ultimate lowlands Americana. Yeah, so um, the Broken Circle Breakdown uh, was a film that was also nominated for a Best Foreign Picture Oscar a few years back. It's really good. Uh, it's a good movie. Uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's a, it's a Belgian movie it's uh, very that sad. also features country music. And the Broken Circle uh, Bluegrass Band has, has still had success and was actually touring around the country. Yeah, like the years, actors in the movie made a band. So, um... So there's definitely like a, a big a big scene for that. It's um, definitely not just a Dutch thing. No, no. All that to say, it's it might be understandable for them to to keep returning to that well to keep tapping into that same thing. I'd rather and, they didn't though. Um, and even when they do, even when they kind of kind of do something different like last year uh they sent the three oh sisters my God. uh it, it still had like that that wilson phillips vibe and it was still very very much an american kind of thing it's right? the thing when you have to explain belgium and the netherlands yeah. to other people you often will say that the Netherlands is like the America to our Canada. Which is a, I, I, yeah, I, I have said that. Um, so, 2014, The Common Limits, second place. What say you, they try and beat that? With The Common Limits again? Well, with one half of The Common Limits. Oh, shit! Yes, a staple of Eurovision is, of course, the returning artist. Uh, and here we have one from the Netherlands, uh, returning to the Eurovision stage. It is one half of the Common Linnets. It is Waylon. I miss Dowable. No. no, okay, Waylon, I guess. <laughs> uh, now, uh, now Waylon is not his real name. His real name is Jack White. What? No, his real name is Willem. Really? Waylon is his stage name. Now, I want to fucking die. Now, there's there's a good reason for that, of course, because uh, it's a reference to Waylon Jennings, uh, a country artist, one of the highwaymen, along with uh, Chris Kasarvis oh, and yeah, Johnny yeah. Cash. And, you know, um, Waylon? Yeah, and Waylon Jennings uh, comes from like that, that tradition of, of making country music a little more dangerous. Oh, he's the bad boy of country well, music. Well, no, but just like kind of going against the, the more... Uh, the more established studio systems and like record labels controlling a lot of things. Okay. So so kind of like the the um, kind of an, an outlaw in uh, in the music scene. God. Yeah. Sure. You look at me like I just murdered a child in front of you. I'm just so. Like, this is the Eurovision Song Contest. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I don't want to be talking about America. Everything is about America. It's true. These days. 
and always constantly, oh yeah, this is an American, this is going to okay. It's not so much about We America. heard a Japanese song on the like, yeah, real-ass yeah. radio yeah. yesterday in your brother's car, uh-huh. and it was so refreshing. It's true. There yeah. was also, uh, like, when I was a kid, there was a Dutch uh, singer who brought out as a single a cover of We're the Kids in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? I do remember uh, <laughs> Kim Lian. Kim Lian, uh, yeah. And Where the Kids in America. Kim Lian, who hosted uh, the Junior Eurovision Song oh, Contest uh, when it was uh, in the Netherlands in, I believe, 2012. Yeah. So look up the Junior Eurovision Song Contest 2012, look at Kim Lian, and then look up Kim Lian's cover of Kids in America, which doesn't make sense because she's not in America. Uh, well, that... I mean, like Ramstein said... We're, We're all, all living, living in, in America. fucking America. But this is indeed the Eurovision Song Contest, so let's see how we can, like, take at least maybe something interesting about the American philosophy and apply it to, like, our life in, uh, our life in Europe. We're already going to bring an American on this podcast this year. That's true. So let's just, let's just embrace it. Uh, let's look into that philosophy of Waylon Jennings, if I'm not mistaken, and if the information is correct, he did actually spend some time with Waylon Jennings, lived in America, mm-hmm. uh, and lived with him for, oh, for a bit. So really? it's really cool. Uh, this song is really, it, it's kind of about that. Then it's weird that he took his name, though. I'm Waylon now. Well, it, it's just because it sounds like Willem, I guess. It'll just be Willem. I don't know. I think it's weird that you go somewhere to live with, like, your idol for it's a while, a, and then you come back and you take his name? It's kind of a talented it's Mr. Ripley situation, isn't it? Like... I don't know what that is. Have you not seen the talented Mr. Ripley? I actually have not. It's a very good movie and a very good book, also. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, you know that I'm bad at having seen... So anyway, any, anyone who's listening to the podcast who knows, like, you know, movies from uh, the early 2000s, uh, the Talented Mr. Ripley, am I right? Good joke. Um, is Gwyneth Paltrow in that? I believe it is Gwyneth Paltrow in that movie. Yeah. And then Ju- I do know Ju- about Jude Law? Jude Law. I think so. I have not seen it in a while, but I remember enjoying it. Because um, it's, it's a little gay. So, in, in the week before Waylon uh, released his song officially, uh, he came on a Dutch talk show, The Wereld Draait Door, every night, and performed oh a song every night. And it was like, one of these five songs is going to go to Eurovision. They're all kind of country-ish. You know, we had a song called The World Can Wait. Which is a, ba- a weird song to perform in a program called The World Keeps Turning. Yeah, it's true. That's a weird... A song called uh, Together Again or Back Together. That's How She Goes. Uh, lots of different like country ideas. Uh, a lot of different facets. Uh, but the song that eventually was revealed to be his entry for Eurovision 2018 is called Outlaw Inum. Outlaw what? Outlaw Inum. Inum? As in outlaw in them. Oh! Um. Oh, apostrophe F- apostrophe E-M. Sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. For the listeners, Mira's staring at me like I just told her to solve some really difficult math. Which I'm not good at. I'm willing to listen to this. You're willing to listen to I'm it? I'm willing oh. to listen oh, to it. That's so, the least. so gracious of you. <laughs> it's literally the least I can do. 
is the most you can do. Um, so I believe this is a version that is a little over three minutes. Um, That's not allowed! But there is a three minute version, I just think he didn't perform it, uh, and the Eurovision uh, channel hasn't really uploaded the fucking three minute version yet. He doesn't have an official music video or anything, so this is a live performance from the Rebel Dread Door. Oh, this is literally just from... This Rebel is the, the song release. Oh, does it cut to the guests? Yes, yes, it absolutely Okay, does. Patricia Pai? Oh my god, no. I'm just gonna guess the guests. I actually don't know who the guests are. I've... Jonja van Wall? It's, it's entirely possible. Let's, uh, let's listen to uh, the Netherlands offering for Eurovision 2018, which is Waylon and the song Outlaw in him. Oh, he's so dangerous. He's like the winter soldier. It's a not a bad song. Uh, uh, As a song, I'm like, okay, that's a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a chorus, it has a refrain. It absolutely does. It it, it, like, his voice isn't bad. It's just so, so embarrassing. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. My skeleton, it's dissolved completely. It is the fact that someone is so seemingly genuine about like the things he's saying here and like meaning that that has like a philosophy or like a point of view that you're just like why is that a thing why are you so why, why are, are you, you so saying, into why this? are you so into this and why are you saying these things you're like a 40 year old white dutch man it's so embarrassing there is i, I understand what you're saying there is something embarrassing about this Oh, something! There, no, I mean, I mean, I, yeah, I don't think this is inherently, like, fully, totally embarrassing. Because, as you said, it's a, it's a decent It's a decent song. enough song. It's respectable as a song, but I think, yeah, the... Inherent, no, I wouldn't say respectable! But there is something, there is something embarrassing about, like, the, the package. Because there's also, like, just these very young women in the audience who like I think they're like an Olympic team who just brought home a medal and are like being were, yeah. interviewed on the TV show and they seem like they're like 19 year old 20 year old girls yeah. ath girl athletes and they're all just sitting in the audience like yeah yeah I'm enjoying this silently without moving and I'm just like smiling when because there's a camera pointing yeah. at me, but like it so obviously does not resonate with no, anyone but, in okay, this listen, audience listen, except a, for the forty-year-old white dudes. A, a talk show uh, stage like this is perhaps not the ideal setting for a Probably song like not. this, uh, considering that like if you keep coming to an audience of Dutch people. Uh, like the credibility of your song about like everyone having a little bit of an outlaw in them going against the grain. It doesn't and it's really. It's literally like all white. It doesn't really Dutch people. work that well when you keep cutting to like these. They're also like ass people. People who are supporting the Olympics. Like, yeah, this was obviously like yeah, yeah. during yeah, yeah, or yeah, after yes. the Winter Olympics. So there's people in like all orange outfits with like the fucking jester hat, orange jester yeah. hats, 
and it's oh my god, this whole. I absolutely think the, the this video does not add to the credibility of the song. Oh no, absolutely. The only other video they've uploaded was also a live performance on a stage somewhere, and that video was even longer than this one. So I was like, I'm not going to share that one with Thank you. Thank you. Um, because this already goes on for like half a, half a minute too long, which it clearly does. This is a video that's three minutes and 37 also, seconds. And you really feel that. It's so weird when you're into the Eurovision mindset that like, I'm so much like, this song is too long. It should be over now. Yeah. I feel three minutes. Yeah, it's really written itself into my internal clock. And this was noticeably too long. I mean, long. You, you've heard me a lot of times when I'm listening to Eurovision songs... You know, when I have my headphones on and I just shout, Oh my god! That was is, only three is minutes. Is this not even... I'm only halfway? Or like, oh my god, there's one more minute to go? Like, <laughs> all of that. So like, even three minutes can feel like a long time. Uh, and if you exceed that, God, don't do it. Which, I'm, I'm bringing that up because so many people are like, the three minute limit is like an old rule. We should get away with it and make it like three minutes and a half or something. I'm like, please don't. No, because there are so many three minute songs that are already too long. Yeah, instead of doing away with the three minute rule, let's just do away with prejudice. Uh, yeah, this gave me a, like a visceral gut re reaction. Not unlike Hungary two years ago. Pioneer? The Pioneer? Yeah. This also gives me that, like, oh no! Maybe it's just because I have a lot of uncles. It is, it, it is a very dad rock, isn't it? Like, like Not even dad rock, because my rock. dad <laughs> listens to ABBA with me, and I love him very much. But my uncles are all very, like, Joe Cocker. Mm. You can leave your hat on, even. And, like, also all very Americana-loving yeah. sure. dudes. There's, like, eight of them. Yeah. I mean, not... Hashtag not all uncles, but... Definitely some of my uncles have this. And it is just... I hate the Rolling Stones so much. Why does he mention Mick Jagger? Why does he mention Mick Jagger? Because that I really hate. The lyric is everyone. Every Got the moves like Jagger. Kick him to the curb unless they look like Mick Jagger. What is it with Mick Jagger? Well, is it just because his name rhymes, rhymes with, with swagger? swagger? Yes, it absolutely does. Uh, the lyric is everybody's got a little frontman swagger. Blah blah blah. Like a young Mick Jagger. I'm gonna go to bed. That's. I'm just gonna go take a nap. I mean, I'm what's the song about? Like, what is he trying to say here? Let's just kind of unpack. We're all outlaws. Uh, I'm d Dutch. <laughs> like, you can't. Yeah. You really can't. Also, I mean, it's it's interesting. In today's yeah. In in the in the today's zeitgeist. Okay. You can't really do Americana. You can't really do it in this way it's anymore. Tricky, isn't it? You really can't. Because you can't glorify the American dream. You can't let's, glorify country music but let's anymore. But think, let's think about it. Everybody does have a little outlaw in them. I mean, we've all seen Westworld. You go to the Westworld to live your fantasy of being an outlaw, right? And it's bad. It's bad that you do that is the point of Westworld. Well, sure, yeah. You're keeping that inside 
uh, and then it's bad that you do that, and it's also bad that those are the impulses of people who are able to pay forty thousand dollars a day to go to Westworld. Westworld is a really biting, very good social commentary. Uh, it actually if you is. haven't seen it yet, you should uh, definitely watch it. It's a it, I recommend it wholeheartedly. It's a very good show. It's a very good show. We've been rewatching it to prepare for the second season, and it's, it's very good. wildly good. And as 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 not an American, uh, I think it's interesting because of like the fantasy of the Wild West, because it is specifically like a fantasy. It's the, it's specifically the theme park version of the Wild West. Like Bobby Anlons, we literally have a Wild West theme park. Exactly, uh, Bobby Anlons, who participated uh, for Belgium in Eurovision. Oh right. In, uh, it's called Strat Döntje. Oh, yeah. Bobby Anskupe was really the Americana. Yeah, he was a, the the Belgian ca- the Belgian cowboy. Uh, had a theme park he build was, called Bobby Armland. He was the Anthony um, Hopkins of Belgium. Sure, yes, uh, we have our very own Westworld. We have our very own Westworld. Um, but um, good theme park. All that just to say. I don't know what to say, really. You're right. This is there's something embarrassing about this, but it, it lands. There's enough uncles and dads in Europe who might like something like this. Uh, that it, it really reminds me of that time when we were visiting your dad, and your dad was talking about how his favorite song is "Beds Are Burning." He didn't say that was his favorite song. He said it was one of his favorite songs, I've and al- he really loved it. I've always said that. Uh, that's a song that dad's like, um, but it's... Ma- Midnight Oil was coming to uh, a festival nearby. They were on the uh, poster, and he said, "Well, I'd go for Midnight Oil," and then he sang the opening riff to "Beds Are Burning," and I uh, died and went to hell right there. It's these songs that make middle-aged white men feel like they're rebelling against oppression. Interesting point. Yeah. They really like... And that's also like the... It's an interesting point, yeah. No, this is a song, Wild West fantasy is also like, you're a white man, yet you're... You know, like a grizzly yeah, you're, white you're man. Wanted, wanted by the law. Wanted by the law. And that's that's very that's very much a thing. Because that's always... absolutely not. No, it is very much a mindset for for. I mean, you know, the 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 dads aren't necessarily that dangerous, but it is a mindset for for people who are more dangerous sometimes. Of like, the white man is persecuted. That's not what this is about. It's not what this is about, but it, but is, it but lends is, itself very it, well. You're right, and I haven't I haven't saw it, seen it that way. Um, but that is, that is uh, those are thoughts that some people have. You aren't wanted by the law, you are the law. Yeah, and you see a lot of people in this audience like wearing the orange mm. caps. Yes. And in the lighting, they almost look red. Although just a, uh, yeah, a, fi- a final word on like the Netherlands and the contest. Uh, how do you think this might do? Uh, I think it might do embarrassingly well I think I think this is going to make it out of its semi-final probably this is in the second semi-final yeah this is probably like um, a low finalist yeah and this is also something um, that dads will like but dads don't vote well there's that thing yeah what's the voting power of dads we don't really have the we don't really have demographics on on the televote we don't really know 
what it's made up of. We, we always guess like, oh, it's, it's mostly teenagers, it's mostly uh, grandmas. We don't really know who actually does the voting. As for this episode, it is over. Thank God. Sorry. <laughs> I need to be more positive. No, you don't. Listen, the po- part, of, part of the appeal of the podcast is us slamming on songs. Yeah. A million songs and a million voices. We'll see you next time for another episode and another song in this year's Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, please tweet at us, tweet at your friends, tweet about the show, talk to your friends. Come on, get off your phone. And then get back on your phone to listen to another episode of the Eurovision Division podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.